and this is Tanya Leanne. Uh, Tanya and I are about to do a 30-minute podcast, our first one. Uh, Tanya and I have only met each other recently, and in fact, we've only ever spoken for one and a half hours in entirety. So during, we're going to give a little introduction to who we are uh, and what the podcast is about, um, but we too will be listening for the first time about each other. Um, so it'll be an interesting ride for us all. Um, Tanya, tell me about yourself. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> well, um, so I'm Tanya Leanne, and I think that's so cool that we're actually going to be getting to know each other through this process because we did just meet. We were at a in a, a mediumship circle, and Nettie reached out to the organizers and was like, "I must, I must speak with this Tanya person." <laughs> So, so she reached out and here we are. And in the prior to her reaching out, I was wanting to start a podcast and spirit keeps kind of pushing me to do this. And it's about sort of sharing a message about keeping it real and not having, um, for lack of a better term, all of that sort of airy fairy, uh, drama that can come with spirituality in fact, just yesterday, I was at a massage appointment and she was pregnant and we're chatting and she goes, you know, I swear I've met my daughter. She goes, I'm sure it's a girl. I swear I've met her. And she described what she looked like and all of that. And, and I said, well, did I tell you what I do as a side business? And she's like, no, I'm like, oh, I'm a medium. She's like, what? She's like, no way. She goes, I mean, I've always had these abilities, but honestly, they freak me out. And then she started sharing with me some of the um, premonitions and things that she had had happen and her other experiences with mediums. And one was, um, she had said, oh, well, you know, maybe it's not going to be a girl. And somebody said to her, oh, don't, don't put that energy out into the universe. And I'm like, uh, don't listen to those people. No. And then she said, oh, and this other medium that I was seeing, she was connecting to somebody. And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, well, this must be a ghost because they're like trying to get inside me. And I was like, ah, oh, that is why I want to do this podcast because I want to keep it real. Because what a gift for her and everybody else to be able to tap into our spirituality and into our intuition, because really connecting with spirit is connecting deeper to ourselves. But taking away and, and I'm, I, I don't even want to say for lack of a better term, there's a lot of drama in yeah. spirituality. There's a lot of um, airy fairy and you get like your spirituality starter kit, you know, that has like mala beads and a, and a chakra thing that you hang on your wall. And, and, you know, so I've done all of that. I've, I've kind of moved through all of learning about all the different things and the thing that was so cool about my conversation with you is that we were like, yes, yes, because it can just get silly. And, and yeah. me, I've been a police officer for 22 years and I work in child exploitation. So there's a lot of people that have that sensitivity that comes along with mediumship. They're like, oh my God, I can never do that. I can't read for people in in you know difficult situations because I'm too sensitive or you know they don't like the energy of something and it's like it doesn't have to be like that it doesn't have to be um and again I'm going to use the term dramatic 
yeah. we can function normally in society and also, you know, be in tune with our gifts. So we want to keep it real. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's, it's taking the woo-woo out of la-la land. Like it's, it doesn't need to be there. Right. And I think we both had those terms, woo-woo and la-la. It's like, this should be something that we, that this is a sixth sense. This is our intuition. We should be proud of this. We should be able to speak about this. Should, this should be part of our every everyday life for everyone. Not like if you don't have the crystals and you don't have the the moment or you don't sit with the right light. Or I think you sent me something the other day. If you don't have the tall glass with the water in front of you, you're not going to get the vibrations. (laughs) That you infused with love and care, then you're not going to elevate your vibration. And it's like, oh my God. Let's keep it real. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to infuse a glass of water in order to, you know, raise your vibration. How about you just go out about in the world and function? Like, yeah. So, and then the other part that I just want to quickly say is the other cool part is because I already had the name One Foot in Both Worlds, and you're in Australia and I'm in yeah. Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It so was meant to be. <laughs> what exactly? What's your, let's start with what's your purpose? And then why don't we go into after that kind of little bit of, you know, how we came to our abilities? Yeah. Okay. Um, Purpose-wise, I think, uh, as you mentioned before, you were at the stage where you knew you had to do a podcast. And I was at the same stage where it was like, okay, you're going to do something. You need to get your voice out there. You need to get this, um, you know, keeping it real. You know, it it was something we both came to the table with was really just keep it real. Um, And because I was intuitive as a child I just thought everybody was um, and so you go through your whole life and then you find out you know at 49 I had this this massive thing which is for a whole nother podcast but happened that that gave me that you're going to meet this Tanya in a year and it, it sort of did this thing so I ended up on this psychic mastery course with Nancy Rebecca and she is amazing she's it, it was it's a brilliant course but I started to go through it and I was like, what am I doing here? And it said, you're here to learn the language, learn the language of, of this la la land so that you can then um, translate that back into everyday life. And you can put words like, I didn't know what a chakra was yet. I could see different levels. And so it gave me a language to all those sort of bits and pieces. Um, And so when I uh, finished the course, there was a a next level. And I'm very good at this. I'm naturally intuitive. So everybody thought that I would go on to the next course, including me. And it was like, no, you're not going to do that. Don't get conditioned. And so part of it for me was that that was a really strong thing of being conditioned to one teacher's kind of way of life and one path that you start to make this intuitive stuff separate to your life. It's like you're starting to have to label everything and and who are you hearing that from? You must know. So you're going up there trying to find an answer. And I've been getting messages my whole life. All of a sudden, I feel like I have to know who it's from and, and why are they telling me? And I've got to sit in deep meditation to get it. I'm like, well, I didn't in the past. I just had to do the dishes. And I oh, know, me through. too. Me <laughs> too. Like... It just happened. I didn't Anything near do... water, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it just happened. It was, it's, it's always been quite easy. Not always, you know. And again, yeah. it'll be another podcast to sort of talk about how my gifts like really showed up. But yeah. um, I agree. And then, Carry on. And then it's it's like that that whole um, you know it showed me what 
what people were doing to try and get intuitive or to try and to become psychics or mediums. And I realized that there, that definitely what the way that I did it and the way I did it comfortably was not to do it that way. So just to integrate into your life and connection with people and connection and movement and things like that were the best way. So uh, I, I remember sitting in a, a kind of a walking, I, I walk every day on the beach and if I don't, I don't feel right. So, and why I walk, I often hear lots of different stuff come through and your mind thinks and mulls it over. And I remember hearing the 70, 30 rule. It's like, 30% should be about that energy and that spiritual, but if you don't keep at least 70 in the real world, in the physical touch, in the in the whole thing like that, then you're never going to get to the connection that you need to be for the average person. Now, I get there's people who, shamans and things like that, whatever they are, whoever they are, that sit in meditation for a long time and, and everyone is different. But for the average person, we do not need to do bells and whistles. We do not need to have all these things. It's not saying you can't. It's just saying you don't have to. So, you know, don't have to find out who your guide is. Don't find have to find out who this is. Don't have to sit in meditation for 20 minutes before you do anything. Now, some people do, some people don't. And I think that's the, the keeping it real bit for me. Just everyday life, use your intuition, use your sixth sense, and don't worry about la, la, woo, woo. I'm the exact same way, and I, I don't meditate. And my, my partner... Kevin, he will sometimes say like, you know, do you believe in chakras? And I'm like, I just, you know, like, yeah, I believe in them. Absolutely. They exist, but it's not really necessary to fully understand the intricacies of your chakras in order to tap into your intuition. And we can talk about chakras on another podcast, but you know, when you talked about the um, uh, the levels and and whatever, it, it speaks a lot to me, almost like religion, where it's like yeah. you must um, connect this way, you must live this way, you must do things this way in order to get God's grace, in order to connect to spirit, in order to have your gifts open up, and it doesn't work like that. Yeah, at I love you know, that at analogy. At least it didn't for me. And I don't like that sort of like you have to be into a box, which is what I mean about the, you know, spirituality starter kit, you know, with complete with Malabeats. It's, it's just not necessary. So and that's what I loved about connecting with you is that it was like, oh, my God, you're speaking my language. Hey, do you want to do this with me? So here we are. And I just think it's awesome. But what I love is um, a couple of your stories about um coming into your gifts and how you dealt with it through your life and um, the uh, messages that you're getting about me. Okay. All right. So very quickly, we, we touched on, I was born in Australia. I'm from a large family. I've got six, uh, five sisters and two brothers and I'm, I was a fifth child um, and loving, beautiful Catholic family. Um, we went to church every Sunday um, and we lived in a little community, one road in, one road out. And so I was brought up in this really loving, caring, grow your own veggies, swap meat, swap veggies sort of thing with all your neighbours and your, your community. So I, I had a really like uh, loving, beautiful childhood and I was quite uh, sensitive in that I could feel how other people are. I, I liked kindness. I liked good things. I hated 
um, that movies had to be bad. I hated that things were things. So I was always the child in the family that was, you know, the nice one that wanted to do things for other people because I could literally feel how they felt. But I also thought everybody else could do that. Uh, and to different degrees, everyone can. I think we can feel things. I, I was the child that someone would say something and I would know the answer to it, but I kind of realised that maybe I shouldn't know the answer. So I would say, somebody told me this or someone told me this, or I heard this, and I would have answers. Uh, even in medical sort of things, someone would have an ache and I'd say, oh, I heard that someone had some kidney pain that that happened to, <laughs> which oh. I did hear. I read an article on Facebook. <laughs> I do that still in my life. But, you know, it was always voices coming in. And um, and, and I was a dreamer, like like dreamer absolute I'd go to bed at night and I could dream six movies in one night like there was you know starring acting and rolling in the whole thing I could fly I used to fly in my dreams I oh my gosh me it. too yeah me too and how, I how good is like, flying and you know what I, I actually think I was astrally traveling yeah yeah and see that's yeah. putting language to what happened right and as a kid we didn't need to do that but then as you find things older you're like oh hang on maybe I was you know and, yeah. and I noticed yeah. that in the course that I did people like this are, oh yeah I used to do that I do that you know and it's like oh okay this is what people are aspiring to do and that was our everyday life so and I got sick a lot um especially in what we call grade two so I might have been about oh seven or eight years old and I would just get sick for no reason um uh for two or three weeks to the point the teacher made a corner in our classroom uh, with cushions and she was she the was netty a corner and I'd say yeah and whenever I was tired she would say well maybe just come in for the week until you recover and I would wake up in the night at home and my hands would feel like they were square like the energy running through my body was insane and my dad would get up and he'd rub my hands and I'd say why have I got this happening he'd go I don't know you just got so much energy and when you sleep at night you compound all your energy together and it's just trying to get out of your body and I didn't really understand what that was but I did know that if I wasn't um around people and talking to people and engaging with people it would get worse and I would but also when I was around people and engaging people I would get tired and sick for a couple of weeks afterwards so I was doing kind of this healing thing that I didn't understand what it was and a lot of it's just verbalizing and chatting and all that sort of stuff it's not necessarily um you know oh there's none of that it's just getting them to identify what it is or energetically I could move through the person's body like I could just kind of feel like I could go like almost like a ultrasound through their body and feel where things were and then release energy and I was just doing this naturally not doing a thing but then it would exhaust me it would absolutely exhaust me so I would be sick for a week and this teacher I know she was intuitive she was just amazing she actually I had her in year five and um, unfortunately when I was in year seven I, I sang at her um, with uh, my class at her funeral because she died really young um, but um, she was instrumental kind of in that early stages because it was when I think all my intuitive stuff was really getting to a big hype and she just normalized it for me she was just like you know sometimes you've just got so much energy that it just makes you really tired and you need to sleep for a week but you can still just still listen in the class and learn and I was a bright kid so I didn't need to get behind and so other than that I really just went through assuming that kind of everyone was doing what I was doing 
then when I met my husband I started to realize that maybe uh <laughs> he's sort of saying no that's not normal that's not normal we're only 17 we met really young but he would sort of saying no that isn't that isn't and um so slowly but surely I um started to uncover that not everybody sees ghosts which I thought they did um I know that my all my most of my family had the same dream and that we would see these things come up the hall but some of them would hear it some of them would see it in this dream and we'd all wake up with this kind of thing so I knew that was something that everyone did and then I realized that no a lot of people don't even dream you know so I started as I got into left home and got into the real world to realize that I was maybe had a sixth sense that was stronger than some other people but it really wasn't until I was a lot older that I um when I did the course at 49 that I realized that oh this is what it this is what's happening and the um the pivotal thing was I went away with my sister and um it was during COVID right so we had hadn't seen each other we live in different states we'd got together we'd gone to this um beautiful treated ourselves at this beachside retreat uh, adults only kind of thing it was amazing and we had tried to booking for a massage and she wanted a facial and we couldn't get in because everyone that could travel that was there was that that's what they were doing and that night we went out to dinner and we came home and um I opened the doors to look out onto over the marina to the ocean and there was this massive storm coming through like these black rolling clouds and as I opened up the doors this energy just came onto me and it was like overpowering and I, I felt like I was having a panic attack not that I'd really had panic attacks in my life but I'd had sort of minor little things like this and I thought this is what a panic attack is I just couldn't work it out and my head was kind of full on and my eyes I couldn't see this it was just too bright and my sister's like what's happening to you and I'm like I don't know I just I don't feel right we were going to go up and have a drink somewhere I'm like I can't I can't do this and and she's just like are you all right and I said oh maybe I'm panicking because I'm away from my family and I'm worried that I can get cut off and I was trying to justify what was happening to me I was trying to find a reason for my panic anyway I said I need to lie down I need to go to bed and she said I went out like a light and I slept for like 12 hours and woke up the next morning feeling okay still a bit groggy but okay and um, she said we've got a book in for a massage we, we you need it even if we can just get you in and I said we've tried she says I'm going to try another place so she picks up her phone and looks up and it was this weird place that was had the word um or it sounded like a cult you know how some massage places are like um their names sound like if you go in there you're going to be converted to a I don't know whatever and come out and so she said as long as we don't end up in a cult or sign up for something we're fine so I'm like no no that won't happen anyway we um we she rang and they said oh we've had a cancellation we've got this one book in the middle of the day but you have to take the package it's a facial for one person it's a massage for the other it's a spa and it's a light sort of refreshments with bubblies that's exactly what we had asked for like to the t and and rang everywhere the day before we couldn't get so we went in and we did this it was great i had our nublies had our spa she went off for a facial i went for my massage and when i came out of the massage it went for ages it was meant to be like an hour massage it was like an hour and a half and i came out and my sister had been taken off they'd given her this extra treatment it was like this um light bed or something like that I can't remember floating bed or floating tank or I'm not even quite sure what it was and um the the masseur came out and sat with me and I'm like oh she goes oh I don't know how to put this but uh mm, gee, gee, mm, gee, who you are 
<laughs> like, I was like, weird. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty okay with who I am. Like, I'm pretty grounded. And she's like, no, no, no. I mean, like, like, have you ever heard of Palladians? And I said, no. Nah. <laughs> she's like, okay. And uh, she said, Palladians and Syrians. And I said, no. And she goes, okay, can, can you kind of, and I said, do I see dead people? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, do you see dead people? <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, sometimes. She said, do you just like know and feel things? I said, yeah, yeah. She goes like full on. She says, I tried to give you a massage and you were healing me as I was trying to give you the massage. She said, it took me so much energy to actually try and reverse the energy back to you, but you just kept healing me. She said, I feel so good. I feel so energized after that. But I feel bad because I kept going because I thought I'm meant to be giving to you. And I said, oh, no, that's how I relax. The more I help other people, the better I feel. It's like an energy. If I release that energy, I've been given so much energy, I need to get rid of it. So when someone massages me, I often release the energy out of my body and, and into theirs. And she said, oh, it was it, it's amazing. But she said, go home and Google Palladians and Syrians. So I'm like, OK whatever they are I don't I like I'm dyslexic too right so I don't even know how to spell Palladians or Syrians so I get home and um I, I was telling my sister and, and she said that was weird but I said oh yeah they she was telling me to do this she goes don't sign up don't sign up for anything I told you it was a cult and I said no 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 she hasn't asked me anything she did give me a card and a, her personal phone number and said if I need guidance at all to come back to her but um she's going don't ring it it's a cult <laughs> <laughs> I got home and I googled Palladians and Syrians and I looked it up and the Palladian read exactly as my personality and the Syrian read exactly as my my husband's personality and I got uh Will out my our son out he's 18 at the moment he was 17 at the time I said can you can you read these and he goes oh my god this is sounding like you and dad to the t that is so you mum and that is so dad and I said oh this lady told me about this anyway I'm going to google a bit more and so there was this lady Nancy Rebecca who had this thing on so I, I I watched the video and then I googled her and she happened to have this she's a psychic um teacher and she happened to have this uh free three-day course starting the next day so I was like oh I'll do that and uh so I went on and did that for three days and it was it was all about your clear seeing clear knowing clear hearing and it was going through those Ooh, the and clairs so I, that's another great uh topic yeah. for another podcast yeah yeah. Clairs. yeah absolutely and so anyway I did these and I was like hey I, like I scored really well on these this is sort of good and she did some extra courses for free and then she offered a 12-month course um, in psychic masteries and I was I, I knew that there was something I was getting this really big push that I that that I, I'm going to be moving into this this field and I remember when I was younger I'd told the first 50 years you, you, years are yours to just be in your body but the second 50 years are going to be ours so we're going to work together and I didn't know what that meant it was a weird thing but I knew had that knowing my whole life and I was 49 when this happened and I was going to be turning 50 so it was like okay this is you know it so I went on and I started this course and I was told uh when I started I loved it right it was great it was a couple of hours each week and I was told that you're going to meet five key people and one of those people was Tanya right and uh, the other people I, I knew who they were and I'd met them there's two of them that 
I, I weren't given names for, but I'm, I, I know I ended up in this small group and I'm sure that that's who they were. But this Tanya, so there was a girl on the course, Tanya, and I'm like, this is it. But every time I looked at her, because I visually see things, right, I could see this red flag flying. And I'm like, red flag, that's not a good thing. <laughs> and every time I, she went to do things or do things, it was like red flag, red flag, red flag. I think this isn't it. Like, I don't relate to this girl. I'm, I have nothing in common with her. I'm not... It just didn't work. But I'm like, but I told a tenure. It's a tenure. This is her. Anyway, got to the end of the course. I'm like, I'm just going to leave it. I don't know that I'm going to come back to that tenure. Blah, blah, blah. And I ended up um, getting this vision of this, this being with this um, kind of crystal thing here. And so I Googled that and Jeanette Biro came up. And so I went on and looked on Jeanette Biro's thing and she was had this course that popped up that was a 12-month circle and I'm like oh well I suppose I meant to do this next <laughs> so I um <laughs> I got on there and the first week uh, we did this circle and it was nice and it was good and I said yeah I still don't know why I'm here but Jeanette's amazing you know like so maybe I'm meant to get something to do and then the second month we do I obviously have one circle a month comes on and there is Tanya and I like before you even opened your mouth, I'm like, that's my Tanya. And then you started talking and I'm like, I think you might've even used the terminology of something that related to my keeping it real kind of things. And I think you might've mentioned. You know what it was? I did a reading. Meditation. I did a reading. I did a reading, remember, on you. And I could see this block of this power and this oh, pressure yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. Yeah. And I that's the pressure that I was getting so I related to it and I look back and I could see this source you know this light source that was coming from and I'm like and I, it was familiar and then and, I was just like, and then I was ah. and then I was like well I know what that is because I'm very much being pushed to get my voice out there more and to I call it coming out of the closet and yeah. <laughs> and you know but I'm nervous I don't yeah it's awkward and you know and here we are and, and so you know funny because coming out of the closet is my term too for this. Yeah. Which is like, obviously, yeah, yeah. What's interesting? The, I um, actually tried a couple times to do a couple podcasts and I was just practicing to kind of sit down and do it. And it was so awkward for me to sit and just talk to nobody because the people yeah. that do it, they sound great. They sound like they're talking to you. But for me, I found that really hard. So as soon as you came around, I was like, I this back <laughs> and then we started talking and we both very much want to get out the same message so I just think that's super cool yeah yeah so that's how we ended up here that's my little life story and it was meant to be short but long life story yeah perfect so and then I just want to give a little plug because Jeanette Biro um has a website avalonspirit.com and you can actually get book readings with me through there under the I think it's called the Spirit Journey Guides, uh, and my name on there is Tanya Leanne. And we can. So that's my that. little. That's my little plug. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Okay. And we'll we'll add the link anyway. If we, if we actually okay. get to get this up on a podcast, if you're seeing this, there will be a link below. <laughs> and we succeeded. If you're seeing this or hearing this, we succeeded. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's so funny because every single time we sit down to talk one of our electronics in some way malfunctions so as we're oh, talking yeah. my light shot off yeah. as we were trying to get started 
we couldn't get um, the AirPods, we couldn't get sound, <laughs> we couldn't get speakers. So anyway, every single time that yeah. we try to talk, something happens. So I don't know. And we we did find out then too that we both actually have electronically, we do destroy things. Like, yes. you know, uh, I break things all the time electronically and then we come along later and they just work again. So yeah, yeah. It's and I'm in my son's room on his computer purely because I've destroyed my laptop, my husband's laptop, my husband's sound. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got good, good energy. So let's yes. hear, I want to know more about your life because I know very little about you. So it'd be awesome to hear, how did you get to where I found you on the circle? <laughs> like, what were you doing on the um, circle? <laughs> so I grew up uh, with a police officer father and a nurse mother. In we started off in a small town. We lived in the prairies. And it was a very um, logical, like very logic based. There, there wasn't a lot of openness to this type of thing at all. And, you know, in hindsight, I can say as a child, I had these abilities, I would pick up on different things. And one thing that I was always, always, always able to do is tell when I was being lied to and sort of see into people. I don't know how else yeah. to explain that other than um, you know, somebody would be uh, upset because something happened and I would be like, no, you're not. That, that's not what's happening for you. Like you're, you're going through this. And honestly, like I started to question my sanity sometimes because I would be like, is this just wishful thinking? You know, I just, I just want them to be sort of going through this type of thing because whatever, but, but like I could just always do that. And then um, I joined, I became a police officer super young. I was 20. So um, wow. like I said, I've been doing it for 22 years. So I didn't actually start at 20. I started at 13 because I'm still young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I started at you 20. You are young to I'm, me. <laughs> yeah. No, I started at 20 and then 21 is when I started training at 20 and at 21. Anyway. So I was just, you know, it's law, it's policing, it's fairly fact-based and, yeah. and logical and not a lot of space sort of for the, um, the spiritual. And I would still have experiences. I would, um, and it took me a while to figure it out, but I would like have panic attacks for people. I would sit down beside somebody that was going through something and it would just roil through my body and I would like process it. And it was honestly awful. Or, or I would feel somebody's back pain for them, things like that. Um, and then my son was born and I started, um, so this was about 13 years ago. So I started seeing things more. I started having um, experiences where I would see like fluttering lights or I would have an animal walk past me and stop like a wild animal and stop and stare at me or a bird like fluttering outside my window, staring at me. And I was like, what is going, like that doesn't happen. And when my son uh, was coming about one, I was off gonna be done maternity leave and heading back to work. And my son has always been super duper attached to me. And I was honestly having anxiety about going back to work. And I had a friend who was doing um, some energy healing course type thing. And she said, look, why don't I do a treatment on him? And 
and maybe it'll just kind of ease some of his anxiety. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Like I'm willing to do anything because I need to be at peace when I go back yeah. to work. And so we went and she did a treatment on him. And then she goes, but you know, Tanya, she goes, I think that some of this is you, like you're anxious. Why don't I do a little treatment on you? So I, I don't know that she was specifically doing, it may have been Reiki, but you know, here's a side note about Reiki. That is just somebody else teaching you their modality of energy healing. Like I don't, you know, I kind of have my own, I don't do anything specific, but um, so she did this treatment and it was like, I was open and I, I was seeing dead people and I was uh, seeing things and my car would break down and five minutes later it would start and there was nothing wrong with it. And, you know, a friend came over and she was talking to me about her mother passing and all of a sudden her mom was showing me because little did I know that there was some confusion with, sorry, my back's itchy. There was some, some confusion with um, how she passed, but the mother was showing me exactly what happened. And I'm sharing this with a friend and she's just like, wow. And then I had the same experience. I was like, oh my God, I am so tired. Like, I, yeah. you know, you got to learn how to work with the energy. Yeah. And so I started going to an open circle at a spiritualist church and I sat down and was immediately able to do this reading with this because you get paired up with partners and you just kind of practice. And I did this big reading to her and she was like, wow. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, that's so-and-so. She's like, is he dead? I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> like, I didn't know he passed. I was like, oh my god. Oh no. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Thanks, spirit. Nice way, yeah, you know, for right. me to break it to her. And and then for me, like being in this very um logicy law. Uh, not always the most soft, gentle sort of workplace and energy. It was, I found it hard to kind of find my balance in that because when you open up to spirit or to your intuition, you get quite sensitive and you're, you're really able to, something's happening out there. <laughs> you're really able to sort of be picking up on everything. So being in that yeah. kind of work environment, I found it very challenging. And I really had to learn how to work with my energy. I really had to learn how to um, sort of have energetic boundaries so that I could actually continue to function in my job that offers me pension and benefits and all of those other things. And I actually considered retiring and, and doing readings. And, you know, I'm glad I didn't because there's definitely that law and logic side to me yeah. that is, um, needs to be honored. And it's that balance too, right? It's that exactly. balance of keeping, the balance between the masculine like, and the feminine. But also, we're human for a reason. Like, if we were meant to just be sitting in the spirit the whole time, we wouldn't. So, and you need yeah. lessons to learn in life. So, 100%. you know, as you get yeah. older, you're probably meant to be more into that spirit side. But for now, you, you know, for the last thirteen years, you weren't. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> So, so I did find my balance with it and, um, I was doing some readings here and there. And then in the last year and a half, I started working with Jeanette Biro. I actually reached out to her because, you know, I can say I'm a very strong medium 
And to find somebody that can mentor me is not always easy to sort of get that next level of a person that can really, truly give me some positive feedback. So I reached out to her because I've actually known uh, of her through a very good friend of mine who she's best friends with. So I reached out to her and I was like, look, like, I don't know really what I want. I'm like, I maybe like a one-on-one, we can just sit down. I just want to do a reading for you. And if there's any feedback or, or any sort of developmental tips that you want to give me, I would, I would be happy to hear that. I just, you know, I find it hard to find a mentor. So she's like, yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. So we sat down and I did a reading for her and I, and I finished and she goes, wow. She goes, Tanya, um, I don't have feedback for you. She's like, the only feedback that I could possibly give you would be like telling an Olympic gold medalist to tighten up their turns so that they can keep getting, you know, gold medals. And I was like, and I was like, wow. And Jeanette is so sweet. Like she's so sweet. So something is happening. We're going to have to pause. Okay. Okay. We're back. I'm so sorry about that. I, I, uh, I parent and I have a son who was just having an issue and I had to zip out to it, but you know what? We're going to keep it real. Like, honestly, that's my life. Anyone Um, who is a parent would just understand what just happened. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, something's going on. I got to go deal with that. Um, so, so you were uh, saying you were, you read for Jeanette and she was like, you know, yeah. medalist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she's like, you know, if you were ever interested, she goes, I would love to have you be one of our readers. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'd like that. But, I, but I've been always super self-conscious about kind of coming out into the sort of logical, like law enforcement world. Cause I don't want yeah. people to look at me like I'm nuts Two, yeah. I never really totally fit into the spiritual world because I'm all because I'm a police officer and it's like oh no institutions accepted here you know so I find that even I find that though like I'm an interior designer um but it's more your world that you live in and 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 the friends and everything like we're not woo woo la la people just in general so then you go there and it's all about you know getting up to this depth and this vibration this level it's just like it's not a language that you're used to or part of or, or agree with or agree with yeah or need yeah, to or be. resonate with yeah yeah and yeah. and not to say that I haven't you know sort of walked through all sort of the different things and figured out what works for me and so anyway so then I started reading for her and I've read for people all over the world and I love it and so my goal right now is to kind of get to a place where I can do that more full-time and you know step away from policing to some degree yeah. so Right now, I'm currently, like I said earlier, I'm working in child exploitation, and I love it. And I think sort of the the message that I can bring is that you don't have to be in that sensitivity sort of woo-woo place, and you can still kind of function normally in the world and do these hard things, but still have that sort of deep connection to spirit and to yourself. So. 
And I think too, if you do, you know, if we're calling it intuition or sixth sense, if you do tap into that in your everyday life, your everyday life will actually be easier. Like it doesn't mean life's going to be hard, but it just means that you're kind of keeping ahead of yourself all the time and you're keeping yourself in check. Um, like I, like I don't know what I'd do without it. Like it's in every decision and everything that I do, your intuition is there, whether it's a gut feeling or whether it's something yeah. knowing or, yeah. you know, I think you and I are yeah. next level at this. Like, you know, like I was doing the dishes the other day and I channeled a whole song that doesn't exist. Right. So I write <laughs> this song down and try and Google it and it doesn't. And then the next day, another song, you know, and like, wow. thinking, why the hell am I ch like, I so have no musical sense. Right. And I've so just interestingly, I typically, I, I don't always get that kind of stuff. Like it'll just kind of sneak in on me because I actually am, and you know, kind of shut down in my regular yeah. life, not shut down, but you know, if something happens, I tune into my gut into my intuition, but I don't always have kind of spirit talking to me because I can't open to the, those things in my yeah. regular job because I don't want to. Yeah. But, I mean, I go most of my life. Oh no, I, I actually tune in a lot. Like I can, yeah, but I like, it's a, it's another world. Like, you know, you go with people and you sit by a pool and they read a book and do that in the sun. I sit there and I just have conversations going in my head. Like, oh, I, I thought, understand that. Yes. I thought and I was know, really good at telling stories and making up stories, but actually it's not me. Like the first time I did a past life reading, I didn't even know if I believed in past lives. Like, yeah. and, you know, we, we got this thing on past lives and I was like, oh, I get those stories from, you know, the olden days and things. And I like, I got no idea what they are, but they just come in my head. And, and I, I went to bed that night and I was sitting there and I was like thinking of the two people I just met in my little group. And I'm like, you know, Susan and Barbara, they're just so lovely. And then I was just thinking how lucky I was to, to have them as a friendship. And then I just saw this scene and this whole story of this, you know, lady and, and I'll go into it to detail, but then I, afterwards I came out and told my husband, I was like, you know, he was on the computer. I'm like, oh, I just had this weirdest thing happen. I was trying to go to sleep and blah, blah. And he's like, oh, so he starts fact-checking my, you know, the measles were 17. Oh. He goes, this, like, this is all fact. Like, this is all fact. <laughs> just like, this is the weirdest shit. And, uh, and he knows how shit I am at history and geography. So he knew that I kind of- uh, You just swore up. twice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's a swearer, <laughs> by the way, not me. Uh, mm. And so, you know, that that stuff happens. And it's just like, I've got past life readings my whole life, but I didn't know what they are. And interesting enough, and I think we both fall into this category, I'm guessing on your behalf, but that we're both almost psychic medium skeptics. <laughs> it's like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've got I, this. I question I everything. <laughs> and I do. And it... <laughs> I'll be told something and I'll be like, are you sure? Like, I remember my, my grandfather for a while was my guide. And I would be, I would ask him questions over and over and over and over and over 15 different ways. And he finally was like, Tanya, why do you trust what you give to others? But you will not trust what I give to you. And I'm like, you know, I went through a phase where like, I had to know everything about yeah. everything all the time. Like I wasn't willing to take a step into this world into something different. If I didn't know from spirit that it was gonna be okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm not like that now. I actually let life happen, but, and, and I think yeah. that's more of why I'm not tuned in all the time is because 
I had to let go of my need to know everything because yeah. we don't get told everything. Like, it's so funny when people find out that you're psychic or a medium, they're like, well, what about the lottery numbers? And it's like, it doesn't work like that. Like, I don't get oh, stuff I have a story about on my that. own life. I have a story on the lottery numbers. Am I going to talk okay. about that on another podcast? It's very interesting, but we'll go, okay. we'll go to that. But I agree. And it, But in saying what you just said then was like, you, you're not tuned in. I think you are tuned in all the time to your, the, the Claire's, like to your knowing, to your. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, right. It's just, you're not letting, you've got, you're able to control uh, when you're open to let uh, other spirits come in. Yes. And that's, yes. that's so important in your job, right? Because you don't want to, you can't emotionally get too involved in this. And, and so what I find is when I'm on my own and I'm doing dishes or I'm walking on the beach or those times where I don't feel like I've got a guard and not that you're actually making that decision, it, it, it sort of intuitively happens, right? That opening and mm -hmm. shutting of the thing. That's when I find shit will just come in and I sit at a higher you know kind of frequency my my energy runs at a higher level anyway and I think just when I'm doing that the the water the washing of the water those sort of things there's something that that energy wise that comes <clears throat> with water or comes with movement for me that just brings those spirits in and and it's more so like I've never had songs before and it's like why am I getting what these is now? this I know yeah. and then I spent two weeks trying to write one verse of a song to figure out whether maybe I was just super clever and I could write two songs in a, which my husband is quite good at assuring me that no way in any way are you clever enough for that <laughs> so. you know um you said the you know in my work that I can't get emotionally involved and I just want to clarify on that because I am very um vic very much a victim advocate in my job but i can't emotionally connect to all of it because then i wouldn't be able to help them yeah. i would have that burnout so well, you can't I... carry it away with you exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so i just want to clarify that because i care yeah, very sorry. much that's what i yes yes about it, it's, no it's and i'm just it saying on. it sort of for the listeners like i care very yeah. much about the job that i do very much about the children that we're trying to protect and save i just can't emotionally tune in to sort of all of the victims because i won't be able to do my job yes and help them i would just yeah. get that like compassion burnout so yeah, you got to look after your <sighs> physical body too, as well. Now we're probably Absolutely. way over our half hour because I stopped the, the clock probably at around half hour when we when we stopped. Okay. So we we are going to struggle to keep our time limits under because we both um, love to talk. To talk. <laughs> yeah, and we've got so many stories. <laughs> so um, we do, and yeah. I'm super looking forward to this. So. Like I said earlier, that's what I want to do is sort of just take the woo-woo out of it. But I also want to dive into what I found works, um, what, you know, what these different things are and, and how you can kind of move about life with them in a sort of grounded, keeping it real kind of way. Yeah. 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 And how yeah. you don't need the bells and whistles that, you, that if you, 
if you can use them and they work for you, great. But if you don't, don't worry too much about having to surround yourself with that. And I think if we do, it's almost like shopping in the lolly aisle, uh, thinking that that's where all the treats are. But if you went over the whole store, you actually, you've passed all the other things that you actually naturally have abilities to. So, you know, we'll definitely do a grass is greener for clear seeing because clear seeing that everyone seems to want is... uh, not as great as it you know it comes with a lot of responsibility and a lot of other issues involved so that that's one we can it touch all on. does yeah um but I have loved talking to you today and um at doing our very first podcast even though we had so many technical problems at the start and um, I had to pause it <laughs> to go be a parent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you were just adding the keeping it real there to all the different yeah, levels. Right, so, right, you know, that's home. Yeah. one foot in both worlds. That's the parenting we as well. So, yeah, yeah, lovely. So thank you, everybody who listened. Maybe it's one person. Maybe there's a whole bunch. I don't know. But we thank you so much for being here. Um, next month, we're going to carry on. and We're going to try to get this out once a week. So come back. Yeah, and if you like it, please press like, uh, share it with your friends, and um, yeah, we will um, talk to you very soon. Thank you.